This is the Modern Architect radio show and podcast. The Modern Architect features one-on-one interviews with renowned and cutting-edge architects, influencers, and sustainability leaders. Our show informs and illuminates the transformation that architecture brings to our cities, communities, and lives. And now, introducing the host of The Modern Architect, Tom Dioro. Today, we have a great show. I'm honored and excited to, uh, to share with uh, our guest today, Nikhil Chaudhry, CEO and founder of the fastest Inc. Magazine 5000 design company, Beach Edge. Beach Edge is a construction tech startup that's developed vacation homes which are affordable and hassle-free for the modern-day home buyer. Love this show. For more information, feel free to visit their website at beachedge.com. Again, that's beachedge.com. Today's episode is made possible by Modeler, the rapidly growing community for AEC professionals to find and share design inspiration. Created and maintained by architects, join hundreds of thousands of other AEC professionals who are part of the Modeler community. Visit modeler.com and follow Modeler on your favorite social media channels for regular design inspiration. Hello, Nikhil. We're honored and thrilled to have you on the, the Modern Architect Show. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Tom. Really appreciate it. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. Nikhil, can you share with us maybe some of your early inspirations um, for Beach Edge? Absolutely. So Beach Edge is um, my latest venture. Um, I'll give you a background on uh, how, I, how, how I started in my career. Uh, I have a master's in uh, civil structural engineering. Um, I, I graduated from Michigan State. And um, I was working through my school, um, working hard. I had a research assistantship. Um, with that, I used to uh, have a, a night job. Uh, I call it night job because I had to wake up very early in the morning um, and be at the site uh, before the concrete pour, which is usually at 6 a.m. Um, and I had to drive uh, sometimes three hours, sometimes four hours. Uh, most, it, it, it was, my sites were spread across the Midwest. Um, but I, I, I loved it. Um, as much knowledge as I could soak in, that was my goal. Um, from there, I joined a startup in, uh, in New York after I graduated. And uh, I had a bunch of uh, offers from larger corporations, but I really, I'm a startup guy. Um, I wanted to experience that whole environment and uh, just to be a part of something that I can add value to. Um, and so I moved to New York. I had this amazing opportunity to work at a startup. They were just starting out. I think I was the fourth uh, employee out there. Uh, pay was pretty low, but um, that's 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 something that you know uh, everybody understands in most of the startups. And but the challenges were high, and the work environment was fun. So I took that up. Uh, we grew the team uh, incredibly in three three and a half years. Um, got an opportunity to move out to uh, California to work for uh, Siemens uh, in their road and mobility division. And um, this was a good and a bad decision. Um, Again, coming from a startup environment, um, I was not very familiar with how things work at larger corporations. And um, I I was just not meant for it. Um, Six months down the line, you know, I wasn't feeling it. And uh, I turned in my resignation um, I always wanted to start my own company. I had gained enough exposure experience by then. Um, I had the degree to support uh, what I'm doing. And uh, at that stage, uh, I had no backup plan. I just had a plan A, 
uh, that I'm going to leave and I'll start a design company. Uh, and um, luckily for me, when I left, uh, I was managing some high profile projects for Siemens and they actually could not let me go so easily. And I ended up uh, getting our first contract for uh, Zenith. Um, and Zenith was uh, my first uh, company that I founded. Uh, this was back in 2012. Um, and that kind of propelled us to, you know, our, our, our um, business, uh, business, my business career. And uh, um, very lucky to have gotten the first contract without much uh, without much trouble and without much hassle. Um, after that, there was a lot of learning, um, you know, got it too easy and did not invest too much time and money into uh, business development. And, uh, uh, you know, once that contract ended, we, we we were left with nothing and we had to lay off a few of the employees that we had actually hired and trained. Um but you know, then we learned a lesson. We kind of grew from there. We started investing more into uh, relationships and you know uh, more business development activities. And uh, from there, 2020, COVID hit. Uh, Zenith, uh, as you mentioned earlier, Zenith has been ranked uh, uh, number fourth fastest growing uh, design companies, engineering companies in 2018 by Inc. 5000. In uh, 2019, uh, Zenith got the recognition of the number one fastest growing engineering company in America. Uh, we've, Zenith has been growing 100% year on year, completely bootstrapped um, and without any external funding. So I, I count that as my blessing. And 2020 COVID hit, uh, I was thinking of what next should I do because I was kind of trapped in my creativity was being stalled and uh, i had i had brought zenith to a place where i thought that you know the the next gen of uh, zenith could add more value than me um and you know covid kind of um reemphasized that feeling and i was out uh, looking for a vacation rental for myself to purchase because we were all restricted by uh, to our houses or the houses we owned um, I have a bunch of real estate investments, but most of them are things that I cannot enjoy. They're retails and commercial spaces, and um, they're being leased out to other entities. And I was like, what am I doing with my money? Let me look out for a vacation rental that I can rent it out when I'm not in use and uh, still use it with my family when I need to. And when I started looking in the market, there was nothing that really impressed me. Either the inventory was too old and expensive or too big and still expensive. So that was the foundation of, uh, of starting Beach Edge. And I was like, you know, this the next gen home buyers are uh, millennials just entered the home buying market last year and they do not want, they do not think as their real estate investment as their, as they're, you know, putting their life saving into. So they want something modern. They want something uh, smaller. Um, they want something uniquely designed, well space planned. And most of it, they want something that is affordable. And, you know, that's what we're trying to create at Beach Edge. We're trying to create next, next gen vacation homes for the modern day buyers that, you know, they can enjoy. And it, it's also a source of passive income for them when it's not being used. Wow. Is if without re revealing any of your intellectual property, is there a checklist or a process that you go through to find 
properties that you think would work well for uh, a, a guest, a owner, and you? Absolutely. That's a great question. And um, something unique about Beach Edge is there are a lot of uh, prop tech uh, contact startups that have come up in the past two years. Um, it's a pretty hot field these days uh, because that's construction is an industry that is not disrupt, disrupted yet by technology. Um, there's a lot of potential. But the biggest problem point I see in the market these days is most of the companies are recycling existing inventory. Nobody's creating new inventory. So by recycling, what I mean is they are either there are lending solutions that are catering to the next you know uh, home buyer, but um, they are you know using the what's in the market right now. They're using the existing homes. Um, what BHS does uniquely is we build, we develop raw land. And if you look at you know um, the United States, for example, there's so much land. Land is never an issue. There is a lot and plenty of land available. Um, and what's unique to Beach Edge is we have a machine learning um, um, platform which plugs into MLS data, and it literally takes in our variables and um, puts a weighted average to each of those variables, and it learns based on our behavior. So let's say, for example, it spits out, um, there are 100 different parcels in a town. Um, our, our algorithm will go through it, and based on our variables, it will pick the 10 that you know fits our bill. Based on our answer of yes and no, it would then learn. So the next time it spits out more parcels for us, it would have, been, it would have learned, and it would have become better in its choices. So it's a it's a game of you know the data we feed and what goes in that comes out. So you know garbage in garbage out. So it, it's all um, it's all data driven. So right now it's at a stage where you know we are at close to eighty percent accuracy with our ML, um, but hoping that it could we could achieve you know closer to eighty five plus ninety percent accuracy. And at that stage, literally whatever we get the data that comes out of our software we can throw an offer on those on those on those lots wow it's fascinating this is the modern architect kzsu stanford 90.1 fm we're talking today with nikhil chaudhry ceo and founder of the fastest ink magazine design company beach edge for more information you can visit their website at beachedge.com again that's beachedge.com nikhil are you at liberty to share with some of the cities that you may be in Absolutely, yes. Okay. Uh, so our, our, our business model is we want to create second homes for buyers that are within driving distance from their cities. So, you know, let's say when I, when I talked earlier about um, new inventory, um, if you look into San Francisco Bay Area, yes, everything is, you know, overbuilt and overhyped, but you drive up two hours away from San Francisco and there's plenty of land that you can purchase. And uh, if you can figure out a way to build affordable housing um, by affordable, I don't mean real affordable navigation centers, but you know, we're talking about affordable to the masses and um, you know, for, for, for people who are making dual income, they're working hard. Um, they deserve to have a real estate that, you know, generates income for them. So some of the cities that we're looking into is Bodega Bay, um, the other cities is uh, one beach town. It's called the Sea Ranch. Um, and it's about two and a half of three hours from uh, San Francisco. And it's a beautiful little town. 
there's plenty of land that's available. It's uh, it's just coastal development is a little complicated because it comes with its own caveats. There are uh, coastal commission, there is uh, biological, there is archaeological, there is um, you know septic because uh, most of these uh, uh, towns do not have uh, a centralized sewer sewer system. So a lot of complications. But what we're trying to do is you know through processes we're trying to ease out these complexities and you know it becomes a part of our process so we exactly know this is the checklist that you know we take in when we purchase a property our team will have to check off each and every point in that checklist even if that point does not qualify for that particular location um, but that checklist has been you know thoroughly developed by our team uh, through experience of so we can catch you know every single issue that could possibly come up and that property would not be developable in the future. Um, so those are the two towns that we are looking at. We are also looking at Tahoe, um, although our name says Beach Edge. Um, that's, a, that's a catchphrase because we wanted to use that since when people think about beach homes, um, they think that it's reserved for the super wealthy and we wanted to disrupt the very same notion. And that's why the name Beach Edge. But um, we are in the market of second homes. Uh, or vacation homes, as you call it. So we're not limited to coastal properties. We are um, looking at properties in Tahoe. Uh, there are a bunch of cities around Tahoe, a bunch of neighborhoods that are beautiful. We're looking into uh, some properties in SoCal right now. Um, so lots of, uh, that's that's just California, but you know, lots of potential for us. Can you share with your audience today when there was the the moment or a mom- series of moments where you said, you know what, this is what what I'm going to do, and I'm gonna get, I've got the team together, or I'm gonna get the team together to uh, to create this 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 business. Yes, um, actually, when I started digging into the uh, the vacational market myself, and uh, I just started looking into what's available, what inventory is available. Um, over over a course of few weeks um, of my own research, I became pretty sure that you know this is something that I want to take on um, because that's it, it. It has some immense potential. It is uh, a value that is needed uh, for the society right now, and um, something that drives me and something that makes me excited every morning. Um, and this was uh, right around October twenty twenty um, that. Uh, you know, this came up to me and it's, we've been hard at work since then. It took about eight, nine months for us to get, you know, get the right team, team people involved and uh, get the, get the right uh, developers involved and everything. And uh, there was a lot of hiring that we had to do, um, especially on our uh, automation or our AI side. Um, but it's been a joy, right? It's been fun and looking forward to what's next for us. Great. So about eight, Eight to nine months, you said, to get your team together. Was with the team you get together, f- friends, people you've worked with, former colleagues? Yeah, so uh, for me, it was uh, fairly easier, I would say, to get the team involved because my prior company, Zenith, which is uh, uh, Zenith Engineers, which was the Inc. Uh, fastest growing company. Uh, Beach Edge is a startup, so Beach Edge is not the fastest growing company yet. Okay. Um, uh, Zenith Engineers is. And uh, I sit on the board of Zenith. I'm, I'm not actively uh, involved. I used to lead Zenith. I was the CEO uh, since its inception until 2021, September. Uh, but 
it was fairly easy for me because I could take, I could tap into talent from Zenith. Um, so half of our team oh. is uh, literally pulled from Zenith oh. um, because it's easy for, um, it's easy for um, Zenith to hire and train another person. Um, and it makes my life much easier if I pull a talent that I already know. Um, and and so I was kind of lucky in, uh, in 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 certain ways that I could tap into my pr- prior company and uh, pull in some resources from there. Um, but on the other side, um, some of the some of the other employees and some of the other um, founding team members are you know come from people that I knew and they wanted to they wanted to be a part of the next contact revolution and you know I've been talking to them for over two years and. I was like, this is something that I'm creating and do you want to be a part of it? And, you know, they they jumped on it. So I was lucky in that sense. And we'll go back to the business development. How important have you found the business development in the in the process and the progress of Beach Edge? Yes, it's uh, it's highly important. It's uh, I can tell you from my experience uh, starting Zenith, where um, we did not focus on business development for... Uh, a good six months and we saw the results negative results for the next year and um, that's when we realized that you know how important it is how important it is to everything is branding and you know you can you can be the best engineer you can be the best architect but if people don't know about you then you know your the the, the business does not exist so Either it's uh, word of mouth publicity, either it's uh, you know through radio shows, either it's through attending conferences. But the more you meet people, the more you tell them about your product. If you have a client, um, you know, talk. If the client is happy, talk to the client. Ask them like, hey, who who can you refer us to? Um, is there are there people in your circle that need our services? So uh, people fail to do that. You know, people are pretty uh, complacent. I've seen companies uh, not succeed as much they could. Just because they were so complacent with the bunch of handful of clients that they had, and they were so focused on just you know they were like, all right, we're making our money and we don't need to keep keep growing and keep bringing in more clients. But you know, it's a it's a volumes game. You got to keep keep at it every day. Yeah, that that's great that you understood that it is. There's a ratio with that, and that the business development doesn't matter. It seems any in marketplace. There needs to be outreach and connection with your marketplace. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to uh, do our acknowledgement for public service. This is the Modern Architect in KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Nikhil Chaudhary, CEO and founder of Beach Edge. For more information, you can visit their website at beachedge.com. Uh very interesting. This is the first we've done this with our public service and our acknowledgement. And Nikhil, you're definitely uh, giving me get credit for this. Is uh, Nikhil, you went to uh, the local chamber of commerce and asked how you could help. Share with us the story of how you uh, decided on what type of charitable organization that you'd contribute to. Absolutely. Um, so I believe that uh, charity starts at home. And while people look at international charities and things like that. There's so much uh, help that's needed locally. So um, I this is my way of contributing. Um, I always call the local Chamber of Commerce and uh, I did the same thing last year. Uh, I called the Chamber of Commerce and uh, I have a great friend that leads the Chamber of Commerce in Hayward. 
I was like, how can I help? Like where something that you can tell me that will really be impactful. Uh, and uh, he, he, he dug up a little bit and there was this uh, middle school in Hayward where uh, to peak of COVID, everything was stalled. Even the government didn't know what to do and what stimulus to bring in. This was pre-stimulus. And uh, uh, there were a lot of uh, families that did not have uh, food to provide to their children. And uh, because, you know, they, a lot of people are depending and relying on daily wages. And they identified 10 such families locally in Castro Valley and Hayward area. And um, I made sure that they have enough supplies, the families have enough supplies for a good one to two months. Um, and that's that's my way of you know contributing. And I could see the social impact that it did. Outstanding. It's really that's the, a first tier. So thank you. And your audience now knows how to contribute. Thank you. Nikhil, what other some of the challenges that you've overcome with Beach Edge? Beach Edge is, um, so Beach Edge has been new for a new uh, venture, new realm for me, because uh, I've always been a bootstrap founder. Um, at, at my previous company, Zenith, we were profitable from day one. Um, Beach Edge uh, is going to take a little bit of time for us to uh, start generating good amount of revenue because we are developing raw land and that whole process takes a year, year and a half, two years sometimes. Um, so it's been challenging for me to kind of, you know, talk to a bunch of investors and um, because this is all new to me. Um, but that being said, um, what works in my favor is, you know, being a bootstrapped uh, entrepreneur in the past with a track record of creating a success, successful company. Um, and uh, I believe, you know, from an investment standpoint, anybody would want to put in their bet on someone who has proved it before um, without any external funding. But yes, that's been uh, my latest challenge. And, and, and more than challenge, it's just been an experience. It's been a new experience for me to kind of, you know, run down the whole uh, getting funded route. <laughs> How was it with the design, the architects, the builders? Are they, do you have a stable of people that you're working with? You don't have to share their yes. names if you don't want to. But Yeah, absolutely. We have, in we have an, a team that's a, of in-house architects. We have a team of in-house construction managers, of uh, engineers. Um, so most of it, uh, most of the services that are needed, we do it in-house. But um, that's that's a good question because it's been a little challenging, especially when we are... Uh, developing properties in um, towns that are smaller in population. And there are very few uh, local consultants that you can um, that you can approach and they're all very busy. That also proves a point that you know our services are our, our, our business model is needed um, because these some of these towns are battered after COVID. There's been a, a crazy outflux of uh, population. A lot of pe young people have moved out in search of work. And these communities, you know, when we go there, um, their, their um, grocery stores and their retails, everything is shut down. Everything is like they're out of business. So we, we see a value in kind of, you know, going there and revitalizing these smaller towns and smaller beach towns or smaller vacation towns. And we, surprisingly, we've been uh, very, uh, we felt very welcomed by the local community as others would think that they would be opposed to a new company coming in and bringing in fresh people. But 
COVID has uh, kind of proved to everybody that, you know, we need to stimulate the economy on a grassroots level. And what we are doing literally does that because we're creating homes for the modern day buyers. And they, what we're doing is, you know, indirectly is stimulating these local economies. Is there anything that you'd like to share with uh, the audience today that we not, did not touch on, Nikhil? Absolutely. Um, I think um, on our design side, um, I, would, I would love to share a few things that our builds, our homes, our designs have. Um, we build homes for the masses. We, uh, we are not catering to the luxury home buyers. Uh, we are trying to find unique ways to make it very affordable for the next gen home buyer. Uh, we've been um, we've been digging into a fractional ownership program for our homes, where, uh, for an example, a buyer, if they want to buy a million dollar beach house, now they get an option through Beach Edge that they could buy a quarter share in four beach homes or four vacation homes spread across America. So imagine a situation where with the same amount of money, you have a house in uh, in California, you have a house in Florida, you have a house in New Jersey coastline, you know, you have a house in Tahoe, because each of these places come with their own unique climate. And, um, you know, the, 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 time, the best time to visit Florida might not be the best time to go to California. Um, and, you know, our buyers end up with a quarter share in each of the homes. So either they can use it, either they can go, you know, um, live there, uh, but most of the buyers would not use it for the whole year. Um, and then we provide a vertically integrated solution for our buyers that they, their properties, when not being used, are being rented out and we manage. We provide an end-to-end management solution for our buyers wow. too. Wow. That's pretty, this is pretty incredible. Nikhil, thank you very much uh, for being on our show. We're really honored and, uh, as I said, again, excited to hear because there's nothing out there that is doing what it is that you're doing, and, and thank you very much. Thank you, Tom. Really appreciate it. Thank you. This is The Modern Architect on KZSU Stanford. We've talked today with Nikhil Chaudhry, CEO and founder of the design company Beach Edge. For more information, you can visit beachedge.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, influencer, or civic leader committed to positive and sustainable cities, community, and lives. Thank you. Today's episode is made possible by Modeler, the rapidly growing community for AEC professionals to find and share design inspiration. Created and maintained by architects, join hundreds of thousands of other AEC professionals who are part of the Modeler community. Visit Modeler.com and follow Modeler on your favorite social media channels for regular design inspiration.